The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this, this is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It's an off-season edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Free agency is officially upon us Mm. as we talk about what the Cowboys have done, what the Cowboys have not done, and what they're anticipated to do here over the next couple of weeks because we have a lot to get to here over the next 45 minutes. Glad you're with us here from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco. Isaiah Stanback, mm-hmm. Patrick Nosey Walker. We've got Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how we doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> Isaiah, I don't know if you know this. What's that? I've got a little secret for you. Okay. And this is also a secret for everybody that's out there listening to the Talking Cowboys because we think of you as family. Oh, okay. We have somebody among us today. Among us. That's basically our own version of... Of the Adam Schefter show, <laughs> of the Ian Rappaport show, mm. of all of these Garofalos and the oh, the Pelisseros and whatever, with these these jokers that wish they were Patrick mm. Nelson Walker. Oh, That's right. Goodness. What are we talking about here, fellas? All right. Give me the latest thing you've heard. I don't care if it's going to get you in trouble or not. Just tell me. <laughs> I care. <laughs> okay. I so we're going to lead with this. Uh, first of all, this is one of the best what would Rob do moments because news and notes leads with the Cowboys have reportedly agreed to terms with impact veteran safety Donovan Wilson. Uh, Again, this is per multiple reports, still working to confirm this upstairs, but it looks as if Donovan Wilson has been secured and has secured his bag on a three-year deal reportedly worth upwards of $24 million. Uh, So a key, key piece of Dan Quinn's defense remains in North Texas. That is one of of the bigger things that the Cowboys were trying to work on as far as retaining in-house free agents. Now they can turn their attention to trying to finalize something on Leighton Van Der Esch, which is another guy they've been working on for the past several days. Um, but it cannot be overstated how important it is to keep Donovan Wilson in this building. Lead tackler uh, came into his own really in year two, but had some injury, the pec shoulder injury that kind of slowed him in year three. And uh, his second version of breakout of his breakout season, which was year four in 2022, uh, he just he just took it to another level. And uh, I think at some point last season, I, I finally used the word elite. And I, I could not be more proud of this young man. I have been, I am on record. If you follow me on Twitter at Voice of the Star, you know, mm-hmm. from the moment the Cowboys selected Donovan Wilson in the sixth round in 2016, I said um, that he was going to be the next elite safety for Dallas if they allowed him to develop. And they did. And You're talking about a guy who also did it over the course of multiple defensive coordinators and multiple defensive assistants, whether it be Chris Richard slash Rob Marinelli. Uh, He went through the Mike Nolan stage and then now he's with Dan Quinn and he's just he's prospering. So kudos to the Cowboys for getting it done. Kudos to Donovan Wilson um, for showing the potential. And uh, he's not done. I don't believe he's done at all as far as between the lines. I think he still has a couple more years to show. What do you think about the signing and, and just how big of an impact he has had? Because he he brings an element to this offense, or I mean, excuse me, to this defense that the defense hasn't seen in decades. I mean, a safety that's going to come downhill and hit the way that he does is a heat-seeking missile. You haven't had that on the Cowboys defense nope. in time. No, I love his versatility. I think he was a... Yeah. A necessity in terms of obviously this is their, one of their first moves. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a necessity in terms of bringing him back um, as a cornerstone. We like to use that term around yeah. these parts. A cornerstone part of this Probably defense and D- Dan Quinn's system. The the versatility that he presents, the the t- tenacity that he presents, the intensity, the the motor, all those things right are really. Uh, indicative of who he is as a person and as a player. And that is what you want the character and identity of this defense to be. He is the model citizen of that. Um, you know, he he's the mannequin in the window when you walk past a Nike store. You know, he's he's that guy for them. Um, regardless of his size, he's not the biggest man in the world, but he plays like it. And that's what matters most. And I think that the fact that he not only brings that 
that ferociousness to the defense, but also the 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 versatility that he that he provides Dan Quinn in terms of the various looks. As we know, Dan Quinn likes to run these three safety sets and things of that nature. It's huge for this defense. So check one off for the good guys. Um, they were able to retain. And now turn your head to other guys and see what the next move is. And real quick, because I'm so excited about Dono. I said 2016, I meant 2019. But um, the Jaguar is, is staying here. And for those that don't know, that's what Micah Parsons calls Donovan Wilson, the Jaguar. And over the course of the season, last season, speaking with Donovan Wilson on several occasions, speaking with Mike McCarthy, speaking with Dan Quinn, just anyone that I could speak to about Donovan and with Donovan, I could not have received higher praise about Donovan Wilson. But more importantly, not just because of what he's doing on the field. He's the consummate pro off of the field. No red flags off the field. No issues outside of the building. And in the locker room, just he's, he's kind of the silent leader, right? If you ever walk into the Cowboys locker room and you see Donovan Wilson, he's real silent. He's real quiet, kind of goes about his business. He has a great air about himself. Like you can tell he has that good air, but he's not the 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 talkative guy. He's not the guy that's going to say a lot of words to try to motivate. He motivates with limited words and a lot of action. And you could see it rubbing off on, on other safeties like Marquise Bell, who came into the league last year, and some of these other guys, Wanye Thomas on the practice squad. So this is the kind of guy, not just as a player, but as a person that you want to make, like uh, Isaiah said, a cornerstone of your defense. So could not be more proud for both he and the Cowboys. So last year, whenever free agency happened, it was a bit of a whirlwind, and the Cowboys, of course, moved on from uh, uh, multiple players. They had already traded Amari Cooper, so that wasn't necessarily in the fold, but they had to re-sign multiple players on both sides of the football. And we'll get to some of the other reports here in in just a little bit. But there was a list that the Cowboys needed to get two of three of these names taken care of. Mm -hmm. On the offensive side of the football, the list last year was Gallup, Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown. Those were the three. They were all receivers. It just happened to work out that way. They They retained two of those, Michael Gallup, Noah Brown. On the defensive side of the football, it was Randy Gregory, Dorrance Armstrong, Leighton Vander Esch. They retained two of those guys. And Dorrance Armstrong, Leighton Van Der Esch, each of which having a great year. If we had to make an offensive list of three names and a defensive list of three names that you think the Cowboys have to re-sign, what would those lists look like? Would, would Donovan Wilson be on the defensive list? I think absolutely. He, he tops the defensive list. LVE is probably on that list too, I right? I agree with that as well. So yes. there's two of our three names defensively. Who, who are some of the other free agent names, Patrick, that you feel like maybe – is on that list. I'm going to write it down so that way I'm we going can to keep go track. With, I'm going to go with Jonathan Hankins. I'm okay. Go, I'm going to go with Jonathan Hankins. And I know that hmm. uh, and there's value in, in a guy like Dante Fowler, and, and that's one as well because I'm split between I could go with either Dante Fowler or Jonathan Hankins. I would love to have both, but if you're asking just three, and I just gave you two, Donovan Wilson, LVE, hmm. that holds me to a third, I'm going to lean more towards Jonathan Hankins because while I know – that Dante Fowler has a lot of value in what he can provide. I mean, he didn't miss a single game last season, and he was great rotationally applying pressure, disrupting, getting sacks. But I would also like to see more of Sam Williams as well. I think the Cowboys and Dan Quinn can work that out. But I know for a fact also that the Cowboys' run defense cannot afford to take a step back. If anything, it still needs to upgrade just a bit. And in saying that, you can't allow, in my opinion, a guy like Hankins out of the building. You sent uh, a pick to the Las Vegas Raiders last season to get him in. You saw immediately what happened when you plopped that big body into that into that <laughs> nose tackle position. That interior defense became very difficult to run against in the A and B gaps. You saw what happened when Hankins had a little bit of an injury late in December and he was absent. The run defense kind of took a step back. I think Jonathan Hankins can be retained on a fairly reasonable deal. I think he likes it here with Dan Quinn. I think that that's, that's who I would aim for saying that's my three if I have to say one, two, three. Donovan LVE and Jonathan Hankins. A couple other defensive names just to kind of make it a list here. Anthony Brown's also a possibility. Mm -hmm. Anthony Barr. Um, Going from there, Hankins. Yep, Carlos Watkins. That's that's an undervalued guy right there. That's pretty much it. And Luke Gifford. And Gifford, of course, he's gone. Yeah, reportedly reportedly with the Titans on a two-year deal, I believe. Yep, two years, four million. uh, Good for him. For him, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he he was a core special teamer. Actually, I think it's five million total. Core special teamer with the Cowboys Mm -hmm. started to show some defensive legs um, when the Cowboys needed some linebacker help. Lost LVE for a few games last season. Um, Demon Clark was still trying to come into his own. Anthony Barr had that hamstring injury that cost him multiple games. Luke Gifford became one of those guys that put some stuff on film, and it worked out for him in this free agency. So, shouts out to Luke Gifford. That's big shout out. That's awesome, man. I think the only other name on there, Isaiah, (laughs) that you could possibly put on the list of three with Leighton Van Der Esch and Donovan Wilson is probably Anthony Brown, right? Yeah, AB. AB's up there with me. Yeah. So I'm going, yeah, um, fair enough. in terms of guys that you have to bring back, I'm saying Van Der Esch. Um, I'm going to say Hankins, and I'm going to go Anthony Brown. So you go with Hankins as well? Yes. Okay. Unless you're, I mean, unless you're planning Hankins. On, I mean, unless you're planning on going to get the, the big gargantuan that just got released um, from Baltimore. I mean, so, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a way more true. And, and I would love to see what Calais has as far as kicking the tires. Exactly. Goes, me too. But I know what Hankins has. Yeah. So. Sure. I wouldn't trade that. I wouldn't yeah, trade that off. Tread on the tires. Yeah. yeah I yeah, wouldn't yeah, trade yeah. that off. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So your list would be Hankins, Brown, and you said LVE? LVE. So Wilson wasn't on your top three list. Oh, I mean, well, he's gone. He's here now. Oh, right? I know. So, I'm trying to check oh. the boxes. I'm oh, trying to yeah, give. Yeah. I'm trying to see. Play what, along, guys. We're yeah, trying yeah. to. We're trying to see what they're doing sorry, on the other I'm, side. I'm past that already. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he's like, oh, yeah, he's on the books. So, so, I mean, if that's the case, then I'm gonna go Dono. I'm gonna go Dono, A. B. and Hankins. Okay, I think I'm with you. Yeah, I think I'm. Or, I would say L. V. E. Wilson and Hankins. Mostly because, I mean, I'm looking at this draft class, too, and this is a really good class of corners. I think there's multiple cornerbacks in the first three rounds that will start next year that are going to be available for the Cowboys. Yeah, I just And you had the emergence of a guy like um, yeah. Deron Bland DB, that came in and, sure. and played well. I agree. I, I just think that, I mean, obviously you're hoping that he comes back healthy, you know, and, and able to still do the things he was able to do prior to injury. So, I mean, I, I think that you have to obviously caution and see where he's at in that re- rehabilitation phase. But in terms of trusting the training staff, if they're saying that he's going to be a go, I think he's a guy that you have to bring back. I think it's too hard in this league to find good corners. Okay. And um, it's, it's, it's a toss-up. I mean, there, there might be a lot of talent out there, but the reality is a lot of corners don't stick. So he is one guy that has stuck. He's shown you what he's capable of doing. He's, he's tenacious. He's a little pest. And he's what you need on this defense side of the ball. You look at somebody, um, Big Hankins, you saw, uh, to your point, you saw what he did when he came in. Um, as long as he's healthy, he had a huge impact there. Um, he's a big body, you know, big body forward that, um, that you have to have on the front line. And you like to obviously add an additional piece there yeah. so that you have a rotational guy. Um, so you're not just solely dependent on him and his health. Um, but I think he's one guy you have to bring back. And then in terms of the, the, at the second level, obviously Barr's out there, Van Der Esch is there. I, I think that those are two guys that are not necessarily dominant that are possibly – their production is possibly replaceable. Um, we all obviously know both of those guys are sure tacklers, but they're neither one of them are the most mobile guys in the world. So you have to ask Dan Quinn, what is your defense at the second level? What are you trying to have that look like? You want big box guys that really just come downhill and can make sure they get a tackle, or you want some guys that have some range? That's where it really has to start – start figuring out what that second-level linebacker position looks like. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I can't state enough, and and I've defended, and we have defended Leighton Van Der Esch against just some unjustifiable criticism. Um, and we, I understand— Some of that, it justifiable. Yeah, I was going to say, I understand yeah. that the, the injury concerns— now, that's justifiable. Injury concerns going into 2023, or 2022, I should say. But there was a, a certain event horizon that was crossed at some point, uh, I'd say prior to midseason, where it's like, okay, his, his level of play— is most certainly reminiscent of what he did as a rookie with the Cowboys. So then the only concern was, can he continue to do that from a durability standpoint? The, the pinched nerve in his, his shoulder notwithstanding, which didn't cost him, you know, six, seven games. Um, and the Cowboys, if it was a situation where they were in the playoffs, he would have played through that. They were basically being, you know, cautious and deliberate and arresting him in late December to make sure that he was available for the playoffs. But I'm, I'm on a limb saying – that pinched nerve in his shoulder, I'm not going to put that toward any type of durability issue. For the most part, he had a great season. Production-wise, he had a fantastic season. Uh, I I don't see how you replace LVE unless you're going after the guy that lives in Los Angeles. Mm. That, 
I would be completely fine with. And right. obviously that's no knock to LVE because I just spent, you know, <clears throat> 27 seconds praising the guy. But objectively speaking, I don't think anyone would say they would – if you had a shot – at the guy that lives in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And and taking that shot might cost you LVE. I'm fine with taking that shot. But if you can't land that guy in Los Angeles and you lose out on LVE, your <laughs> linebacker core is, is in it is in yeah. is a problem. Yeah, you're 0 for 2 in that regard. I I'm actually kind of shocked to hear you say that specifically because you talk about tread on the tires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me LVE all day, even with the injury pass. Give me LVE in that in that scenario all day. Now, if they don't get LVE and they want to go try and mm-hmm. sign him, I'm all for it. But I would rather have 55 here again. He, he, as far as tread goes, you're absolutely correct. But let's let's contextualize it for a second. Mm-hmm. If you look at the season that the guy in in Los Angeles is coming off of, so yeah. he has less tread than LVE age wise, number of reps in the league. Mm-hmm. But he's still performing at a very high level. So that balance is out for me and, and falls on the side of me being able to say that is an upgrade. Now, it, it's definitely an upgrade for 23, maybe even 24. Now, beyond 24, you probably start leaning more towards LVE because youth comes into play and then you're yeah. going to get more years out of LVE. So, yeah, you'll cross that event horizon eventually. But if we're talking about right now, right now, the guy in L.A. is probably one of only two outside linebackers. When I say outside linebackers, I mean linebackers outside mm-hmm. of the building that I would be comfortable in saying, you know, I'm willing to lose LVE for this guy. But if you can't get that particular guy, then you got to give you got to give me LVE. You got to give me LVE. I mean, mm-hmm. you just lost some depth in Luke Gifford. And I know those are two entirely different things. But if you lose LVE, you lose Luke Gifford. We're all in on Damone Clark. Everyone on this panel is all in on Damone Clark. But Anthony Barr is still a free agent. Yep. So you don't know what you're getting from Jabril Cox just yet. Uh, you got guys like Devin Harper you're trying to develop on the practice squad. Malik Jefferson you're trying to bring up on the practice squad. But without LVE and without that guy in L.A. or something similar, your linebacker core is in shambles. Agreed. Yeah. yeah you on the same page? <clears throat> I'm on the same page. I mean, I, you know who, you know that's, you know that. That's your guy. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. So, I mean, the L.A. guy that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the guy that uh, lives in Los Angeles. Yeah, we that, can't that. say names for those of you wondering, so that's why yeah. we're talking um, about it. But, I mean, so, obviously, I like him. Obviously, There's two L.A. teams. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Obviously, I like him. Obviously, he... Um, He's he's feared in the league, I think, at what he does. I, 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 just, I just worry. I mean, he's thirty-two. I get it. I get it. I get it. But he's you know about what? to be thirty-three. So, so much of Look this. Look at the season he's so, coming. He had off a great of, year. Yeah, Don't worry. That, so that tells me there's yeah. there's a so, lot. A great season. So where he much had, of this. He had over eleven hundred snaps. Regardless of who's playing at the second level for but the Dallas Cowboys. Regardless, he had a lot of snaps. You have to retain Hankins. You, you're going to and you have to add somebody. And you have to add another guy. Because no matter who you put at the second One level, guarantee. what we saw a couple years ago was what? <laughs> if you don't have guys up front, they're going to get to the second level. Yeah, And it doesn't yeah. matter who you have at the second level. They're going to get mollywopped. Okay? So you yeah. need some big boys up front to prevent those linemen from getting up to your second level guys. All the people that we're talking about are fully capable of coming downhill and making tackles. Mm-hmm. No question. Yep. So are we in agreement? Our defensive list, our three names, you got to retain at least two of these names, is LVE, Wilson's, Hankins, but LVE is interchangeable with a linebacker that's Correct. out on the open market. Mm-hmm. Good? One in particular. So we've got defense <laughs> taken care of. So there's the, yeah, one in particular. One in particular. So we've got defense taken care of. When we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to take a look at the offensive list. I want to see if we can find three names the Cowboys should retain because one of them is already gone. We'll tell you who that is and what they could possibly be doing next when we come back right after this on more Talking Cowboys. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to Talking Cowboys. Last chance to sign up for the 2023 Dallas Cowboys Spring Break Youth Football and Cheer Camp presented by Invisalign. Use promo code SPRINGBREAK23 for $25 off this Wednesday, March 15th at AT AT&T Stadium. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash camps. Back here on Talking Cowboys, I've got my Invisalign in right now. There you go. How about that? Still going through a whole broadcast with it. And, and, and wouldn't even notice. That's, that's if you what didn't I, point it out, wouldn't even notice. Hoping to. Now everybody's going to notice. Yeah. Darn it. Why did I say you, it? Right. Because you pointed Everybody listening is going to know us. Notice now. This is up. Oh, see, yeah, I already now, messed now, up. Now, a fl- I plugged see, the word. Yeah. And now, now Beamer's going to zoom in on your one shot. It's just yeah, going to be all teeth. All teeth. All teeth. It's okay. My teeth look great now. Thanks to Invisalign. Thanks, Invisalign. Clip it. All right. Uh, let's talk about the offensive side of the football. We just gave our defensive list. We already retained one player, Donovan Wilson, coming back to the Cowboys reportedly mm-hmm. for three years, $24 million. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the other two names that were on the defensive list, LVE and Hankins, of course, there has been no leeway or any report around what they're doing in free agency. So let's turn to the offensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. One name already out. Mm. On his way to Buffalo, three years, $22.3 million. The starting left guard for Not much of the season, Connor McGovern, is on his way out there. He earned it. Mm-hmm. No, he did. He, he absolutely did. And I put out the tweet yesterday. I think Connor McGovern was undervalued as a Dallas Cowboy. Agreed. He was, he was a good, serviceable starting offensive lineman, which is mm-hmm. tough to come by. And offensive linemen do not grow on trees. Correct. Good offensive linemen don't grow. That's especially right. with his versatility, I think it's missed. Especially on an offensive line that needed versatility these mm. last two years. Agreed. I think he was undervalued as a Dallas Cowboy. With that being said, I don't think that number would have worked here. Correct. Three years, $23 million, we'll, not, we'll say it, it as. Happening. Not going to happen. It wasn't here. happening. No. Now, and, and from McGovern, looking at it from his standpoint, uh, this is his first real chance at landing a big payday. And he had to look in the mirror and ask himself, especially with the, the emergence of Tyler Smith and, you know, Tyron Smith likely back, that's still being worked out as far as a potential restructure. But mm-hmm. if it's if Ty, Tyron Smith returns, as, as is expected, he will, then that possibly moves Tyler Smith to left guard. And it's just too many question marks if you're Connor McGovern and you're sitting there assessing your, your value and what's out there on the market. You resigning in Dallas might make you a fullback. And I don't see how that would be enticing 
to, to Conor McGovern. I'll who, tell you what's enticing. Coming from a start and left guard position. $24 million. Yeah. <laughs> to, to play <laughs> offensive line probably full time in front of Josh Allen. 11 of that guaranteed. You can pay me $24 million to be a fullback, to be a card holder. $24 million. That's what he went after. That's what you play your whole career for. He landed in a really good spot with great money. Great money and a good spot. Well, think about think about this. His entire contract in Dallas since he was drafted in the third round from 2019 till he was done and signed yesterday or uh, agreed to sign yesterday, $3.6 million is what he earned. His guarantee at signing for this contract is 9.9. His signing bonus is eight. His signing (laughs) bonus is eight. Ooh, that's so direct deposit. He will double his entire Cowboys career earnings. That's direct deposit. Straight off the bat. In so your, your bank today. congratulations to Conor McGovern. Absolutely. Shout out, man. Absolutely earned it. Absolutely. He's always, and I, I mean, peek behind the curtain. Jeez. He was always as good as they come in the locker room. Yep. He was great with us. He yep. was great with fans. He I was great it, with the coaching staff. He's the guy you like to try and retain. Did not get it done. Wasn't going to happen here. I, I no. love seeing guys get what they worked their whole lives for. And he got it. So let's talk about the other names, shall we? Mm-hmm. Are there anybody else uh, offensively that's on the list of three names? I'm going to try. We're going to try and find three names. Yep. And you have to keep two of them. Okay. I got you. I got one. You got one. Go for yep. it. Ty Hilton. Wow. That, yeah, right I, that was me. the Ty Hilton. You're right there with you me. You want him all? Okay. I want Ty Hilton back. I, I expected another T. No, no, no. I TP want T. Oh, uh, that guy's already there. So. I mean, are we, are we gotta, you got to play the game, though. Okay. We're playing, we're playing, we're playing the just game. Just like with I the Dono, right. you got to play the game. I don't know how to play games well. Got to play okay. the game. Tony Pollard. Yes, well, Tony Pollard. My, my Monopoly. Yeah, yeah you have Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tony Pollard, yes, absolutely. Has to get done. He's obviously tagged right now. Mm-hmm. Tag your it. They would like to see a deal. I still want to see deal. a deal. They want to see yeah. a deal. Everybody wants to see a deal. A deal will get done. Okay. I don't think that he's going to be stubborn in that regard. I don't think Dallas is going to play on the tag. Yeah, and yeah. Dallas is not going to try to play hardball right. with him. So they don't have a lot of options. Plus, they want to they... lessen the cap hit. They don't want to. Exactly. So 10.1 is not a big deal, but it could be a smaller deal if you get an extension. Correct. So <laughs> now Tony Pollard's checked off. Okay, Tony Pollard's there. T.Y. Hilton. Okay, T.Y. Hilton still has tread on them tires. Okay, I don't know who our tire sponsor is, so I'm not going to say at any names. 33 years old. At 33 years old, he was booty butt naked open. <laughs> The whole entire last game. He was what? Booty, <laughs> butt naked. Glistening naked. That's a visual. Glistening naked. All okay? over his all, ball. All over his ball. Okay? <laughs> he just wasn't getting the opportunities. When the ball came his way, he got the ball. When guys were in front of him, he ran past guys. Oh when guys re- when he required to come out the break, he came out the break and was what? Booty, <laughs> butt naked open. Bring the man back. You don't have to pay him a whole lot of money. There's nobody beating down his doors right now trying to get him to come sign a big boy contract. Mm. So whatever he's going to go sign for elsewhere, he would much rather like to just stay here. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, he knows the system now. Okay, well, 30% might change. Uh, But (laughs) other than that, get the man back in the building and compete. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm hard-pressed and, you know, no knock to any of the the in-house offensive Free agents. Here's a, here's a list, by the way. Let's just r- rattle them yeah, off. Dalton Schultz, uh, followed by Jason Peters. We missed CJ Goodwin on the back side. Well, that's of because it. he's a core special, special teams, teams guy, right? On the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Noah Brown, special teams, got it. Free agent. Yeah, Noah Brown, Cooper Rush, T.Y. Hilton, Rico Dowdle. Those are the offensive names. Okay, so Tony Pollard that tops the list. Check. Franchise tag done. Check. Um, work that deal out. Dalton Schultz. He has shown production, and, and I said last season that when Dak Prescott returned from injury that you'd see Dalton Schultz reemerge, and that's exactly what happened. That being said, I think it's time to see what Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot can do. You have a lot of leverage there as, the, as a team, as a coaching staff. Those young guys showed you they can make an immediate impact, um, and they can do it at a much lower cost than what Dalton Schultz is probably going to command on the free agency market. So he's not going to be one of my top three. Cooper Rush, a lot of love for Cooper Rush. We gave him a lot of flowers held one of my science labs this past season was dedicated to giving him flowers um i'm also interested though in seeing what will greer can be i know that in in us covering training camp in oxner will greer i think it's safe to say had the lead on cooper rush and being qb2 before he suffered the injury in august slowed him Dak prescott went down cowboys had to go with the tried and true hand which is cooper rush um but for my money it's will greer plus draft a quarterback to develop and let them battle it out behind Dak prescott so we'll see how that goes. Jason Peters, I like to have him back. 
uh, as the offensive line tries to figure itself out. But And I hear that he's open to returning at 41. But as far as must-have, he's not in that same air as like a Tony Pollard for me. T.Y. H- T. Hilton, yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Um, I was in on T.Y. T. Hilton over OBJ prior to hearing reports that OBJ wants $20 million. So if I was in then, I'm more in now. Bring me T.Y. Third and forever, call T.Y. That's what I'm in. So T.Y. and Tony Pollard are kind of my only two. I don't necessarily have a third. Noah Brown and Rico Dowdle. I I believe Rico Dowdle went healthy. Is better right now than Malik Davis. Problem is Rico Dowdle can't consistently remain healthy for whatever reason these past couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, Noah Brown, I can't say enough about Noah Brown's grit, his dedication to get his hands dirty and do whatever the Cowboys need. But after seeing what he – the steps back that he took when Dak Prescott returned to the field because he was – Going, he was going crazy when his when Cooper Rush was there. They got a connection. The connection between Noah and Dak wasn't necessarily there. So I'm more inclined to lean towards Noah as a special teamer, which in that case, I can't put him in the same air as a T.Y. or yeah. a Tony Pollard. So really, of the offensive free agents, I only got two. So, yeah, what I'm hearing is that it's a significant drop-off offensively. I mean, defensive, yeah, yeah. that's three starters, LVE, Wilson, Hankins, and you could even throw Anthony Brown in there. That's, that's where there's attention has been the last few years. On defense. the defensive yeah. side. Mm-hmm. But on the offensive side, it's Pollard, who's your starting running back. He's your RB1, if you, especially when you tag him. Then there's a significant drop-off. You're talking about T.Y. Hilton, and I agree. His his return would be a good thing for this football team, yep. especially through an entire training camp and all the way through a oh, season. Yeah. I think he'd be great. Oh, yeah. But he's still your third or fourth option at wide receiver. He's mm-hmm. not a next-level game-changer. He can come in and make a game-changing play, Correct. but he's not a game-changer himself. Correct. Not anymore, anyways. I, I could agree with that. So I, I agree. Retain him. I'm cool with it. But that's a super big drop yeah, off it is. between the roles that those two guys would play. So is that where the Cowboys need to spend? It, it, does that set up the question of this week Offense. and next week, offensive side of the football? Oh, yeah. That's where it's got to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, Outside I mean, help. Yeah, you know my thing. I, I think they need to invest in the offensive line. And I'm sitting here watching all these offensive mm-hmm. linemen fly off the board. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, look at those prices. Yeah, but that's weird. what I say. Uh, you see what Dallas Lin- likes to shop discount Lindstrom? double check. Okay, but you see what Lindstrom got? I hear you. He deserves it. My, it yes. And he deserves it saying, because he's a dog. But my word. I understand. <laughs> but when you want the grave dick, I guess that's like, fair. When you but want my word. Yeah, listen. When you want some guys that move some dirt, you yeah. better go pay for the equipment. Hey, you, you see, that's what Kansas City's doing. <laughs> right? You see what Kansas City's Absolutely. doing. Kansas City, Denver, Kansas City, all these guys, right? I mean, these yeah. guys are shoring up the line. You can't do anything product predict, productive on offense unless you got the big boys up front. He ain't lying. You can get all the all the receivers, all the running backs. You can get an amazing quarterback. You can get all that you want to. Ultimately, what do you got to do? Gotta Every play, you got to block, block, whether you're blocking to pass or whether you're blocking to run. So blocking comes first. All the other guys come second in my head. So I'm hoping – that Dallas goes out and gets some dudes that are still available, but you're seeing guys every single day come off that list. Guards, tackles, right? We don't we, we don't need tackles necessarily, mm-hmm. but guards and centers. Come on now. I was about to say, where are you putting them? Guards because and centers. Right now you have three tackles. You have Terrence Steele, which uh, he's a restricted free agent. We can maybe throw him into the mix as a retaining, retainable guy. Likely, but I've positioned it for weeks that – they're going to tender him. It'll likely be a second-round tender. We'll know officially on tomorrow when the league year opens. Um, but I, I just don't know that the team is comfortable. This is my speculation. I just don't know that the team is comfortable doing a long-term deal just yet with him coming off of that torn ACL. Yep. So that deal might take a while. They've learned their lesson. Right, that deal might take a while to happen, which creates a question mark at right tackle, not just in 2023, but in but 2024. Forward. Yeah, and then Tyler Biadish, he's entering a contract year. You're starting center. If you're not bringing back Terrence Steele, <laughs> if you're if you're not bringing back Terrence Steele, if you're gonna not, if it's a first round tender, it. offensive listen, line listen, is in rebuild mode. Listen, minus Zach Martin, they 100 percent are in rebuild mode. The teams that what? Please name the teams that are in our conference. The conference or division? sorry, in our in our division. Sorry, my apologies. Eagles, Commanders, Giants. Okay, where where are they specialized at on defense? 
All three teams. Defensive line. Defensive line. Yeah. How many Front games seven. is that? Twice a year, right? Mm-hmm. Each of those, how many games is that out of your 17 games? Six. Six of your 17 games are against defensive lines that you really can't just manhandle. You might want to address that. Yeah, fair enough. You might want to address that because you get six of your games, mm-hmm. a thir- over a third of your games that you're going to play, you have to face these guys, and as of right now, they dominate you. Yeah. All three of them. Yeah. You might want to sure that up. There's going to be a lot of uh, of pressure on some of the younger guys on the offensive line to kind of step up. And these are guys who have shown some promise. So you talk about a guy like Matt Willetsko, for example. If not for the injury, I think Matt Willetsko is a key contributor last season when the Cowboys would have needed him most okay. across that offensive line. Um, you started to see a little bit of a, a, the needle pointing north on a guy like Aviant Collins. Um, I like him. Yeah, I like Aviant Collins. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's yeah, a dog. Yeah, that, that horned frog knows how to get after He's him. a dog. So the guys have... Uh, and I have to say that because he and I, we kind of poke fun at each other's dogs, TCU. Uh, but the Cowboys going forward, you know, even if they retain Tyron Smith as as expected, um, drop Tyler Smith maybe down to left guard. He, Terrence Steele, is an RFA? Is it going to be a long-term deal? Is it not? Tyler Biadish, can you lock him up early? Or are you going to say, let's try to find another center? You got Lindstrom's brother here, right? Alec is here, right? Out of Boston College, can Alec come in and contribute as an interior swing offensive lineman? Mm. It, it feels like the Cowboys are looking at their young guys on the offensive line and saying, we believe that you're going to take the next step forward. That scares me. Can I ask you a question? It scares me. Can, it, it, can you it ask scares, it after it the break? It scares me about one break. particular player. The others, I see some potential in. Yeah. There's one particular guy whose last name rhymes with call <laughs> that I would prefer the, the, to not see. Like, on the does field. he play football? Yeah. Okay. I would prefer, yeah. I, that one that particular player I would prefer to not see trying to protect Dak Prescott. Everybody else I'm I'm willing to see. But to your point, however you address yeah. it, it has to be addressed. The Cowboys offensive line when we come back Zach from Martin the, is in rebuilding mode. Isaiah teases away. Yeah, when we come back from the uh from the break, my hand is raised. That's that that's, was that, that wasn't, that wasn't that's the right tease. You were supposed when, to set up the next. Thing. That's my tease. We'll be talking that's my about. They don't. They don't pay me to do that. That's, that's oh, Kyle. Man. He's the man. I'm not going to infringe on his on his special. Isaiah has his ra- hand raised <laughs> when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable, and now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure, and he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G, fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little Sweets! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets has head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter. 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Celebrate Women's History Month with DallasCowboys.com. Women-led brands. Head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com. A fanatics experience. And shop from amazing brands like Wear from Aaron Andrews and the Wild Collective. A whole lot more. 
course, Pro Shops out there at DallasCowboys.com slash Pro Shops. All right, back here on Talking Cowboys, we've got Isaiah Stanback. Mm-hmm. We've got Patrick Nosey Walker, Chris Beam in the back. All right, Isaiah, you had your hand raised. Yes, I did. What is your question, sir? If you were going to spend big free agency money as a Dallas Cowboys front office, we know they don't like to do that, but if you're going to do so... They don't like to do that until outside. the second week yes. after yes. they see how the market yes, folds, correct. how yes. they see and how the, the numbers work. Uh, understood, yeah. understood. Okay. It's just how it, it's how it always yeah, is. It is. Yeah, so, so Dallas... people come to terms with it, the better. Yes, they like to go after the, the guys that are... Left after the first week. It's okay. Well, they focus. They focus on trying to keep their their guys. I get it. I get it. I get it. We just talked about it though. Like offensively, there's they need help. Okay. So, um, (laughs) if you're going to spend big on one free agent, what position would it be for? Hmm. Outside of the building. Outside of this building, please. Oh, it's on the offensive side of the ball now. Wide receiver. Um. Mm. Huh? Because as far as offensive line, we talked about that ad nauseum. So I think that's the obvious, right? But the question becomes at this point, as as these days roll along, are there going to be any offensive linemen available in outside free agency that you would be willing to pay? Not necessarily a premium because it'd be the second and tertiary waves, but pay a, a solid dollar to yeah. that you feel that are going to come in and instantly just make everything. So you're saying okay. you're saying the all those guys no. at the offensive line position have the, already the, been taken. The top offensive linemen, if they've not been taken yesterday, by there's, the time this week some is good over, ones out there. By the time this week is over, that yeah. number is going to dwindle. Mightily. They'll be gone by the end of the week. Right. So then that leaves you. Here's, now, wide receivers though, that market just started moving. This morning, yes, it just there was no yeah, wide receiver movement in day one. The, the numbers, and it's deep. The numbers and the names of of these wide receivers aren't no, they're they're not sexy. I mean, they're not no. they're not big time names. So, I mean, Jacoby Myers was the 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 name. You said today. offensive side, right? Offense. Okay, I, I, going I'm still with going with the offensive line. I am. I mean, Boom. now a lot of these guys are tackles, which I can make it work. Uh, Orlando Brown. You have tackles, though. Taylor Lewan. That's what I'm saying. I can make it work. Put him inside (laughs) if I need to. Orlando Brown can slide down. Yeah, he could absolutely slide slide down. Donovan Smith. um, I'm looking again. Uh, I don't see any interior guys, really. The the interior is drawn up. Graham Glasgow from Denver. He's probably somebody that you could look at. Rodney Hudson from Arizona. He's getting – he's 33. There are names there. The wide receiver names just I, they don't jump out at me. I mean, are you going to go get Adam Thielen? I, I, I like Thielen. I mean, yeah, but, but you don't have to spend big money. You're going to have to spend. You're you going to have so? to spend a decent amount there. <laughs> this is the first team outside of Minnesota that he's been on. He'll probably his have production to. has substantially dwindled. No, you're right. Robbie Anderson, no. I mean, that's the that's those are the top two names <laughs> no. on the wide receiver list I outside of a, Odell. I could make an argument for Juju. Uh, show me the number. I, that's fair. Show me the number. So before you shake your head, please don't. We said big please money. Do, I was gonna, we said big money. The name was a question. The name of Juju. You did say big money. Okay. okay. So then, no, I can't make. I can't make the big money argument for Juju. Yeah, I can't make the big money argument for Juju. So fair enough. If you're saying big money, then I can't make. The Maybe argument. he'll take if a pay cut. If you're saying reasonable money, then I can make the argument for. He'll Juju. take a pay cut to come take it to Philly, and, and like like Beam said in the back, just to yeah, just to go at it. Guys are done taking pay cuts, Kyle. I know. <laughs> I'm living. I know, I'm living in AJ 2005. Beef I just, with each I, other. I feel like the obvious answer to the question is offensive line, but the problem with that being the answer is that you don't necessarily have a direction to go there that would be palatable financially yeah. for the Cowboys, because by the time it becomes palatable for them, which is going to be day four, five, six, seven, and onward, the names that would have been able to. That you could have dropped into this offensive line and so, say kaboom. So you're saying that's moved, the guy. So you're saying they're, they're going. So you're saying going. they move too slow. I didn't say that. I'm just saying that by the time they are ready to move in that capacity, those guys are. But they, gone but they and, had the same opportunity as the rest of the league, though, right? Yep. They did. Okay, so I'm just. That's, it's that's just different. Our different mode of operation. Different philosophy. So different mode of operation. They're focused on keeping. But, the ha- but let's rewind. Let's rewind hmm? to day one. Rewind. Rewind to day one. Okay, free agency. What position are you spending on? Mm. Oh, day, day one, day offensive one. line. What position? Uh, guard. Yeah. Give me a, yeah. give me a, a big yeah. beefy guard. Guard. Yeah. 
There's all, against those uh, okay, the only guards that have gone off the table to so far. Zach Martin, guard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only table, the only guards that have gone off the table. Ben Powers, Baltimore, signed by Denver. Nate Davis, Tennessee, signed by Chicago. Outside of that, I mean, Nick Gates, who was a, a – I mean, he got less money than even a Connor McGovern guy. I mean, those are the two names, the two starting names that you probably could have gotten for big money. I mean, it would have been big money spending, but it would have been the, the input guys there. I still think there are impact guys that Question. are out on the market. Okay, do you – I know we got to get ready to get out here. Do you guys worry about that position group? Especially knowing the philosophy that McCarthy is trying to establish. Um, at Utah, mentioning West Coast, ball out quick. He wants to run the ball. He's, that made, too. he's no secret about that. He no. wants to run the ball. He wants to be able to control the line of scrimmage and control the game clock and give his defense rest and and simply just, just – handle you on an offensive front yes i am worried about it i am too yes because and here's the thing you could give me a starting five to start the season right Mm -hmm. you can give me that starting five where it's terrence Steele, zach martin tyler biotish tyler smith tyron smith give me that starting five and i'm all right right okay i feel pretty good about that those are the five guys until tyron goes down then what do you do then Mm -hmm. it all gets blown up Mm -hmm. and guess when tyron's going down might be before the season starts again i mean he's played in 17 games over the last Three seasons, right? Give me, yeah. give me stability. Give me something offensive line wise that you can rely on. Yeah. I, I think Tyron Smith's a hell of a player. He Wouldn't always has it. been, and when he's healthy, he's still fantastic. Yeah. Even when he slid over the right tackle and he had his his ups and downs, I still believed in him. Yeah. But do I believe in his health and do I believe in his durability? Yeah. No, correct. I don't. And that's fair. And I think that's just a realistic take on it. So. Assuming, which is not a safe assumption, assuming Tyron Smith can give you at least half the season. Um, I think recent history dictates that he likely won't give you a full 17-plus. So you're going to miss him for several games for whatever reason that might be. See, I I hate being happy about having him for only half a season, though. Like, that's where I have the problem. Fair, but given the current state of affairs on the offensive line, mm-hmm. it's better than not having him at all. Agreed. Because if for whatever reason Tyron is not back in the building, which, again, it's expected that he will be, but we're speaking hypothetically. If mm-hmm. he's not back in the building, you want to talk about a position group being in shambles? We were talking about the linebackers. Your offensive line, holy crap, right? Absent Tyron, you don't know what's going on with Peters, even if you do, is a 41-year-old. right? this so position I group. get it. Needs to it. be addressed. That's why it scares me. And aggressively. Yeah, my only and point is, I think those guys that will be able to, that you'd be I able to drop it, in and say kaboom. But that's why I'm we're so, solid. But that's why I'm so those frustrated. Those guys are flying off. That's why I'm so right frustrated. Now. That's why I'm so frustrated. Myself and Nate Newton have been beyond frustrated because it's like I understand that Dallas, within their typical philosophy, doesn't like to overspin for players or spin too much for a position. Listen here, man. If you want to do what you used to do at the line of scrimmage, you had to have because the opportunity is most likely gone, right? Unless they pull out some miraculous trade or something like that. That's still on the board. It's still on the board. Mm-hmm. Those players are gone. Those impact come in, freaking just hogs up front. That, that's my point. That's Those guys are gone, point. and that's why I was frustrated. That's why I was frustrated because I feel as if in Dallas Cowboys Nation, we focus so much on the skill position groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody forgets about what makes the dog on motor run. Yeah. Everybody wants the aesthetics. They want the rims, right? They want the low profile the tires. They want the tinted windows. The transmission's blown. You know what I'm saying? They want the, <laughs> yeah, they want they want the sound system, right? But yeah, you got no tranny, yeah. right? Your axles are shot, yeah. right? You got no rotors, right? Drive shaft yeah. wobbling. But guess what? We look good. <laughs> but we look good. Right? They don't want the dog on V12. You can't pass emissions. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my that's that's what I feel almost every year. You know what I mean? And then guess what we do? And then guess what? Historically, we're like, you know what? I got a plug over here that got some stuff you know, in the back. Got it in the fourth yeah, round. It, you know, I got some stuff in the back. Got you know it what in saying? the sixth round. Yeah, dust that out. Let me see if it's still on the show. They still work? That All right, let me see if it still work. Undrafted Wait, here's, here's a question. You got some extra parts? Here's a question, and this is going to, this is going to segue <laughs> to, to something Kyle does except exceptionally well. Um, how would you feel if they, two years in a row, kind of doubled down on offensive line in the first round? I'm with it. I am with it. What do you think, huh? I love it. I'm, I'm with it. I've I, said this and, and before. I'm, I, I'm completely fine and with And I that. honestly think that's what Dallas is going to do. So then that would solve your 
solve it? I don't know because it's still you're still a question mark. It still has to. It still is going to take time. Fair, possibly. but it, it solves the the concern about addressing it with a with premium at, with a premium asset. So I'm be okay. it with top money or yeah, yeah, a first round pick. So, that's so, premium asset. I, so I like where you're where you're going with this. I, I think that's what Dallas is going to do. Mm-hmm. Being that McCarthy now has like full yeah. full control, yeah. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think they're going to address the offensive line. I think they're going to do that in the first round. There's one guy then. That's it. That's the only guy you got. But we're, we're, Osiris Torrance from Florida. That's the go. only first-round guard that would potentially be available. He's actually the top-rated guard on my list, but that's not a good thing. It's not a good guard class, not a good interior offensive line class. John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota is probably the second name on that list. He's right there, but he's a center. Well, Osiris, for those that may not know, and if you don't know, that means you didn't listen to the previous episode of Talking Cowboys. What are you mm-hmm. doing with your life? Osiris had a formal meeting with the Cowboys, so they are interested in you, him. I think if you're if you're Mike McCarthy, you have to now. take offensive linemen. Yeah. If you're coming out preaching about what you're about to do offensively and about the about how you want to go about your business, you have to set a tempo and set a, a, a set forth what you're going to do, and, by, and you do that by going out there and grabbing a guy that represents. What yeah. your game plan is? We'll see what their thirty visits look like. But oh yeah, that, that's that's, that's, that's the real interest. How I mean, many OL will you see on on the? Well, think about it. Last year, like we we never even really looked at Deron Bland. We had looked at him a little bit. We had kind of seen him, but he was a thirty visit guy, mm-hmm. and he kind of he was just one of the back end guys that you thought brought in for an undrafted free agent look. No, he dra- got drafted in the fifth round. Things like that show what they're looking for. So when the 30 visits begin to come out, that's when you'll really see where they're honing in on. These draft visits, a lot of that, or the combine visits rather, a lot of those formals are just just kicking tires. I mean, they're interested because they they met with them and they're at least on the list. That's what I mean. There's at least interest. Yeah. Which shows you they're at least contemplating. I wouldn't be shocked if Osiris Torrance is a 30 visit guy because he might be the only one available. What position is that? John Michael drafting? Schmitz, they did meet formally yeah. with John Michael Schmitz. First round, well. real quick. What, what what position group are they drafting? First round? First round. Corner. Corner. Guard. Osiris Torrance, that's your pick then. That's it. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I am. If I am totally fine with it. I'm just saying, last year there were five names. I mean, we were talking about Kenyon Green, Zion Johnson, Tyler Linderbaum, Tyler Smith. We were talking about all these guys that were up at the top of the draft last year. Uh, Not the same. Offensive line, I'm completely and utterly fine with those being, if one of those were the go at 26, or if they moved up a little bit, whatever the case may be. Might be wide receiver, too, by the way. Wide receiver. I'm also not adverse to that. However, if we're talking running back, there are a couple of really out. good wide receivers. I'm out on, I'm out on running back. Jackson, I Jackson say, Smith and no, I, say, I say all that to set up my next statement. I'm out on running back. So everyone stop tweeting me about no running back at 26. I'm out. Bichon, I'm out on running back no, at 26. Bichon won't even make it out of the top 15. No, it's not worth the energy. It's not worth the energy to have that conversation. I don't. I realize it's good for you know clicks and whatnot, but you know I don't need. Please, no more skill position. All right. So when the Cowboys draft a wide receiver, Isaiah will do his pin throw across the room. When we come back next week we will break down what else has happened in free agency and we'll uh we'll try and see if we can continue making some roadmaps any splashes you think either there will be a splash be a before splash. next week i think there will be one splash i'm not saying it's cannonball with after you nah, ate a big burger like straight gonna, into the pool will there be a cannonball talking, before next show before our next show i i think it'll be what was the uh, what's the the <laughs> other dry, dive that makes a big splash i don't know i can't remember belly splash Belly flop, no, belly flop, belly flop. That's worse. Than um, that. Yeah, that that's bad. That's, that's, I, that I think can opener, can opener. Can yeah, opener. the can opener. Okay, can, can opener by Tuesday. By Tuesday, can yeah. opener by Tuesday or cannonball? Cannonball by Tuesday. <laughs> cannonball by Tuesday. I have I have somebody in mind. Oh, and I feel like they're working on it. Mm. We gonna see. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Uh, on the next episode of Dragon uh, Ball Z. Talking <laughs> on the next episode of, of Dragon Ball, Ball Z. Stand back for Patrick Walker. I'm Kyle Yeoman. Thanks for joining us on Talking Cowboys. We'll see you next week. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!